Welcome to College App 101. I'm your host, Dr. Riley. Succeeding in high school is challenging, and applying to college is overwhelming. I hope my comments here ease the tension you may feel. It'll benefit you to think like a college admissions counselor. She's the lady who will read your application to Princeton or Vermont. He's the guy who will handle your application to Colgate or UNC Chapel Hill. I work with many such professionals. They're great people and committed to helping you apply to their school. In Chapter 11 of C.S. Lewis's autobiography, Lewis narrates his first encounter with a classic fantasy novel. His autobiography is surprised by joy, the shape of my early life, and the fantasy novel was George MacDonald's Fantasties, a fairy romance. A teenager at the time, Lewis purchased a copy by chance at Leatherhead Railway Station in southern England. In a word, the book opened wonder to Lewis, a new world of wonder. Elsewhere, Lewis testifies to the influence that Fantasties wielded over him. Therefore, I was delighted when, during the waning days of my family's life in Oregon, I stumbled across a used, unabridged copy on sale for $2. I was wandering through the basement book stacks of Windows booksellers at West 8th and Charnelton in Eugene. Windows is famous in the circles I moved in at the time, classics, theological, biblical, Semitic studies. But it wasn't until some months later that I actually sunk my teeth into it. It was early in my appointment as an academic advisor at the University of Texas at San Antonio when I read it on my morning commute. My transit routine was a byproduct of living in Eugene for several years. I rode my bike from our flat to the bus stop, loaded my bike onto the bus bike rack, caught the bus to UT San Antonio, and then biked the entire way home. That winter, the weather was unseasonably mild, even for San Antonio. It was downright warm at times, flirting with hot. The day I have in mind, my bus is driving northwest on Interstate 10 toward UTSA. The sky is bright blue, fully clear, fully clear, crystal clear. The sun is just up over the horizon. Sunlight streams into the passenger side of the bus. I'm reading in Fantastis Chapter 4 about the woodland wanderings of the main character, a fellow called Anados. Vintage fantasy, the book narrates an encounter Anados has with a very benevolent beech tree personified as a woman. Anados had been in danger from a maleficent ash tree, and the beech tree saves him. The scene is intimate, as the woman, the tree, protects, shelters, and cares for Anados. The scene is so compelling and touching that, for a moment, on that commute, as the sun shines on me through the tinted bus windows, I'm taken back mentally through the decades to the home of my boyhood and my earliest memory of my mom. Only she and I are home. My, sus my sister must be at school. Dad's at work. Maybe I'm two years old, maybe three. I don't know. Either way, this is pre-Reagan administration era. The moment I share with her embodies the tenderness of maternal love similar to Anados and the beech tree in Fantasties. Given that College App 101 is devoted to helping college-bound high school students and their parents navigate high school academics and college admissions, and we're on the threshold of this year's Mother's Day, I think it's fitting to honor my mom and mothers everywhere, really, by offering some tips inspired by my mother's role in my college admissions process. Before I get into the nitty-gritty, I'd like to describe my mom a little bit more. 
There are about a million and one things I could say about her, but I'll limit that. She was extremely generous in spirit. She was kind-hearted, compassionate. She was, a, she was people smart. She could read a room. She was confident and articulate. She was a good listener. Throughout my college admissions process, she worked with my dad as a team, which is how they faced every enterprise in their life together. Her first contribution to my college admission was she knew me well. This, of course, was the fruit of actively nurturing her relationship with me for years. She knew my strengths and weaknesses. She had a sense of what would be good for me when it came to higher education. Like I said, she was people smart and she applied that discerning gift to me. And perhaps most important, she wasn't pushy. She allowed me to explore, apply, dream, and wonder, even when she had misgivings about a scenario or college. I took visits to a handful of colleges and applied to as many. Her second contribution was she accompanied me on most of the trips. The means she adopted on those visits was seen but not heard more so than overbearing. I appreciated her attitude in having her there. She did a lot of listening, smiling, and exuding her characteristic warmth to others. Her third contribution. Every college has its own culture, ways of doing things, policies, procedures, and style. For example, some colleges are known to be party schools. Other colleges attract academically elite undergraduates, and a culture of perfectionism exists in the student body. Some colleges have rules, like a curfew, that other colleges don't have. Other colleges are known for their Greek life, with a high percentage of undergraduates holding membership in a sorority or fraternity. These aspects of college culture typically aren't right or wrong, they're just different. And it's important that a high school senior is self-aware enough to know that, for example, a rule-heavy college might be difficult for their personality and temperament, or a party school wouldn't, wouldn't be best for their character, etc., my mom, because she visited my colleges, got to know their culture and encouraged me to pursue the fit that aligned best with my strengths and weaknesses. She sensed the culture of one of my colleges would, in the end, have a negative effect on me. She was right. This was her third contribution, and that couldn't have been easy for her. Throughout these months of visiting, applying, and dreaming about colleges, I'm sure encouraging me about anything college-related was difficult, given my know-it-all attitude. It is true that just prior to this period of my life, that attitude had been crippled, but I was far from cured. Thankfully, she persisted, heard me out, and calmly and appropriately shared her opinion when she sensed I was ready to listen. The setting of her last contribution was the location of much family activity over the years. Our kitchen dining room. It was big with patterned carpet and a large yellow peninsula counter that we sat or stood around discussing family matters like my college choices. Landline phone perched on the wall. The lighting in the room was soft, incandescent white. It was there that she helped me think through the ramifications of a college's cost. One college that I really, really liked was private and therefore expensive. In today's money, annual tuition alone was around $30,000. Room and board probably would inflate the total cost to around $45,000 each year. She was aware of this cost and my capacity to pay, or better put, my incapacity to pay. The substance of our conversation was this. I wonder what your plan is to pay for that, she said flatly. Uh, uh, uh. I had no plan, and I had little money saved toward the cost of higher education. She was right. Her words sowed appropriate doubt in me. 
doubt that, in the end, helped me make wise financial decisions and college choices. Students, when you begin your own college admissions process in earnest, include your mother. Maybe your mom's phenomenal, like mine was, and you get on with her famously. Maybe there's tension in the relationship. Either way, dividends often come from paying attention to people like your mom who've known you since birth. Your mom will have insights and a perspective about you and your future in higher education that you at least need to hear. And mothers, I'm excited about the opportunity before you as you guide and encourage your college-bound high school student through college admissions. I hope my mom's story provides a measure of inspiration to your specific situation. Here are two don'ts to keep in mind. Don't underestimate your influence, especially when applied with patience, understanding, and love. Second, don't concern yourself with being a fountainhead of wisdom, with being some maternal King Solomon incarnate, sharing revelations of truth precisely when your student needs to hear it. Just be your kind-hearted, caring self. While my mom certainly was wise, I don't remember her for her wisdom. Looking back at my boyhood and youth, I see her principal contribution to my life was simple, sacrificial love. Day in, day out, on my good days and bad days, she consistently showed me affection, tenderness, and love. She was there for me. She believed in me in the best sense of the word. All that together made, made a tremendous difference in my life, my college, my marriage, and my career. It is the essence of parenthood to form emotional bonds with one's children and within that context, provide consistent, loving home training. When I remember my mom, I see she was endowed with that gift, and I'm better for it. Happy Mother's Day 2023 to mothers everywhere. Because of you, the world's a better, brighter place. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this and other College App 101 podcasts, please share them through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or my website. Until next time, I'm Dr. Riley your pre-college advisor and independent educational consultant. For more information about succeeding in high school and college apps, visit my website, collegeapp101.com. That's college, C-O-L-L-E-G-E, app, A-P-P, 101.com.